Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You worked all week. Work, 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 work. You didn't have time to look at your fantasy lineups. Son of a But don't be afraid. That's why we give you Weekend Fantasy Update. Woohoo! Welcome back to our number three of Weekend Fantasy Update. Three, wee! Junkalita along with George Kurtz, Sean Angle, producing our show, keeping us flying straight. Any big races this weekend there, uh, Sean Angle? There is a race later on today at Michigan, the Firekeepers Casino 400. All right. Uh, who, who's the favorite? We, I know you're going to be talking a little NASCAR in the next show, but uh, any uh, any hints? Uh, you know that th- th- you could tell our listeners. Well, as far as the NASCAR field is concerned, there are a couple players at stake within this week's race. So far, the drivers that I am looking to uh, see to have a good day are the likes of like Kevin Harvick, Clint Boyer, Brad Keselowski, and a few others that will be strong DFS picks. But I'll go into more detail about that within the next show when we're able to really crunch the numbers. Nice tease. Looking forward to that. Uh, Sean, very successful in DFS, uh, someone that you should uh, take their advice. So, uh, yeah, we're going to be going through the uh, Tampa Bay Bucks there over under. The, is six and a half. But, uh, George, I, you know, we were talking a little extraterrestrial last hour. Yeah, I got, got some bad news. I don't know if you know this about me, but I, I have this weird obsession with Bigfoot and, like, Sasquatch, one and the same. Uh, some people think he's a, a mythical creature. Uh, predominantly in the in the Northwest, but I was reading something this week where uh, it, uh, the FBI was actually uh, investigating uh, the, you know the accounts of uh, you know I forget the name of the Bigfoot group, but they they provided the FBI with hair samples, and uh, it was disappointing <laughs> to me. <laughs> so they analyzed these hair samples that were allegedly from a Sasquatch or a Bigfoot, uh, and uh, it was disappointing. But because they found out that uh, the hair samples were, were actually from a deer, uh, not uh, you know an ape-like creature that uh, allegedly hangs out in the Pacific Northwest. I think it's safe to say that you and I read different newspapers. Just, just going out of the limb here. Uh, I'm not reading anything about Sasquatch. The only thing I remember about Sasquatch is that they got Steve Walsh and the $6 million man kept fighting them. Yes. In, uh, that TV I program. I think that's why 70s. I'm obsessed. Yeah, yeah. Do, 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 Andre do, do, the Giant. Yeah, yeah. Andre the Giant, the wrestler, played him. And uh, so did uh, Ted Cassidy, who played Lurch in the, Adam, the original Adams Family. So, uh, yeah, I guess ever since then, you know. But uh, I was a little You're upset. Right. That, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly, right? But, uh, yeah, so that, you know, that kind of, yeah, it was a bummer this week. And maybe we do read uh, different newspapers. You know, try to read some fluff stuff. You know, it's too much too much bad news out there. So, But this is bad news. Well, they don't report the good news. That, good news ain't selling anything, yeah. right? They gotta, that's all they report is the yeah. bad stuff. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. But uh, yeah, so so uh, unfortunately, uh, you know, when you when you read up uh, about uh, you know Bigfoot, a lot, a lot of I think a lot of the um, the people that 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 report that they've seen one, a lot of times I feel that it's a, actually a bear that could walk on his hind legs. So that's just my take. But uh, I'd like to see some some uh, you know some some bones or something to, to prove that uh, he exists because uh, 
I don't know. But why don't we go back to to, to the Tampa Bay uh, overrun? Do you have their schedule, right? On the list of things I didn't think we'd talk about today, or did think, mm-hmm. Sasquatch wasn't on it. Oh, it's big. It's going to be, uh, yeah. <laughs> we should do a whole show on Sasquatch. It's a fantasy, oh, yes, please. right? Why not, why not a series? Yeah. We'll talk to Cardano see if we get a series going on Sasquatch. <laughs> yes. All right. No. We'll see. All right, back to the Buccaneers. All right, let's, let's talk some football. Mm-hmm. You know, so how do you over feel? Under you know, six and a half. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I really dislike the. Uh, it's not so much that I dislike England. I just I dislike the England games or any of Mexico. I just don't. You know, in football you get sixteen games, you get eight home games. You have to give up one, and home field generally is a pretty good advantage. In my mind, it's just silly. You know, I I, I just don't like it. I do like the nine thirty starts though, because I like having football really literally all day, all morning, all day, all night. I do enjoy that, but uh. I don't know. I, I just hate the idea of uh, giving up a home game. And Tampa Bay, I agree. obviously, uh, is, giving, mm-hmm. is giving up one this year. So uh, as Unless every team okay. was giving up a home game as well, right? Because uh, it's well, always going to be even, sure. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, yeah. But you're not going to have 32 of these games, thank, thank God. By the way, All right, anyway. I know we're talking football. Before you go on, you're talking football, but uh, Yankees and Red Sox playing in London. And, uh, you know, I was listening to the radio broadcast. They brought up a good point. What if these games get rained out? What do you do? Then you just, uh, you know, make them up? Well, they'll, they'll make up the soil. I mean, how long could you? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, then, you know, I mean, they can't just hang out in London <laughs> and wait for the no, weather to they, pass. They had- these games are. My bigger question would be uh, if the 29th game gets rained out, do they do a doubleheader on the 30th? My guess mm-hmm. would be yes. But uh, I also wonder, and I haven't checked this now that you bring this up, uh, is that 30th a day game? You know, what, what are travel arrangements? Can you have a split doubleheader where now you're delaying these teams getting back to the States? Uh, mm-hmm. There's a lot that goes into this. I imagine baseball's already thought about this, by the way. You know, I I hope so. You give them Mark, you give them too much credit. <laughs> You're right. I probably am giving them too much credit now. You have to think here that baseball's already thought about this. Okay, if one game gets rained out, we're not going to have a doubleheader. They'll make it up at Fenway Park eventually, because uh, these are considered to be Red Sox home games, not Yankee home games. So uh, right. you would like to think that they've already figured this out. Or we're going to have a day night doubleheader in uh, in England on the thirtieth, which I like. I said, I'm looking now to see if that thirtieth is a night game where they could just then play a day game. That day is 29th, 30th, it's a Saturday and Sunday. Oh, probably not. That Sunday game is actually a 10 a.m. game. Hmm, okay. 10 a.m., which I guess in England would be about 4 o'clock, uh, five, 3 or 4 o'clock. I, I don't know if they do the, uh, the, the savings time thing. Uh, the Saturday game is a 1 o'clock start for, on Fox. The Sunday is a 10 a.m. game on ESPN, which means if that Saturday game is rained out, there won't be a day night. They want to get these players back as soon as possible. The Yankees don't play on the first which be that Monday. I assume, assume the Red Sox don't play on the first either. And the Yankees are off the 27th and 28th, two days beforehand for travel. Mm-hmm. Uh, once again, I assume the Red Sox have the same schedule here. So interesting uh, about how they uh, go about this. We'll see how it, uh, how it all works out at the, in the end. But uh, I assume they have plans here that, once again, game rained out. We don't do a doubleheader. We just go to uh, – they'll make it up at Fenway. Once again, these are Red Sox home games. And no, to answer your question, I don't like this either. I think that this, this is right, silly right. to do this in the middle of the baseball <laughs> season. I, I didn't even like them going to Japan two weeks earlier in March. I think that's – once right, again, I, right. I, I know they want to – and it's all about money. They want to expand the brand, of course. You know, sure, the Yankees yeah. and Red Sox, they're both, they're both going to wear their home uniforms. Which means, mm-hmm. I mean, the Red Sox do have, they do have a red at home at times. I hope that's what they're doing here. Because seeing the white on white is probably going to drive me insane for uh, mm-hmm. you know, eight hours of baseball over two days here. So I hope the Red Sox, and I kind of like the Red Sox red uniforms. So I hope they're wearing those. But if it's white on white, ugh. Yeah, but the Red Sox will be the home team for those two games here. And uh, should yeah. be interesting, as I keep pointing out, though. Apparently, center field at this uh, erected ballpark is only going to be 385 feet. Uh, they're gonna, wow. They are going to build a taller wall, but I don't know how tall this wall is. I mean, a standard baseball wall is eight feet. Is it going to be 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 40? I don't know. You know, so mm-hmm. if it's only going to be, yeah, they're going to make it all go. We'll make it 12 feet. There's going to be a lot of home runs <laughs> in, this, mm-hmm. uh, in this game, just uh, this, in these the games to center field. So I'm, I'm curious to see uh, how high this wall is actually going to be. Is it going to be like Arizona, where it's, what, 30 feet? 
in the air, that would cut it down mm-hmm. some here. Uh, you know, so I'm curious. You know, the rainouts is, is interesting because we know in England it tends to rain. Yeah, yeah, that's what it's known for, right? Uh, and speaking of the Yankees, got some breaking news, George. Domingo Herman to the IL hip injury. Well, I Just guess that's uh, that... good <laughs> and bad. Well, I, you know, my first thought is I wonder if this is the Yankees giving him a break. You know, mm-hmm. that is my first. Uh, if once again they're trying to give him a couple of weeks off, I guess I don't think mm-hmm. so because usually we just call it a shoulder injury, right? They like I said every every player right. has a shoulder injury, we just call it that. So uh, mm-hmm. we'll see what's going on here. This is another loss for the Yankees. Uh, I mean, once again, uh, who's pitching now? Uh, Chance Adams come back up. Is he going to be the starter here? Lasagna. Uh, <laughs> he, now he's hurt too. Uh, okay, he's hurt as well the, here. So I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Well, uh, what I don't know what's going to happen here as far as who's mm-hmm. going to keep pitching for the Yankees in this rotation here. They keep uh, doing a smorgasbord. Uh, they're going to go with an opener. Is Luis Sessa, who's been pretty terrible, is he going to try and start here? Uh, we'll see what mm-hmm. happens here for the Yankees. But this is a loss here. And the Yankees have to try yes. and once again figure out. They might have to make a trade sooner rather than later. Right. And uh, just to, to give you a heads up, I'm, you know, he's been slumping lately. First seven games for Domingo Herman, 2.35 ERA. 158 batting average against his next six starts, 5.68 ERA, 282 batting average against, and uh, 10 home runs given up. Uh, of course, four came in that one game from last weekend, but obviously something was brewing. And, uh, you know, I think you and I had spoken about this. You, uh, Mike Blewett and I had spoken about this. The concern with, with Herman was, you know, I think he had something like maybe 93 total innings pitched between the minor leagues and major leagues last season. But this is a, you know, is it's a, you brought up a good point. Is this a real injury? But maybe they would have just said shoulder uh, soreness or whatnot. So, you know, just uh, amazing. I don't know what the total number is. It's got to be close to 20 now of, of – uh, players that have gone on the uh, IL for the Yanks, right? Yeah, it's an incredible amount here. Yeah, they did call up <laughs> Stephen Tarpley, but Tarpley is not uh, – he's just there until the Yankees need a start. They'll need a start against the uh, – he what, uh, Domingo Germán pitched uh, – what did he pitch yesterday? No, it was CC. He pitched Friday or Saturday, Sunday. They'll need a start for Wednesday. And right now the mm-hmm. speculation is it will be Chance Adams who gets that uh, – gets the call up there. So we'll see what happens there. They're not said. I'm looking at all the Yankee news now. They're not saying any speculation on how long he'll be out for. So, they, which means the writers just don't know right now. Probably get more of an update right. when Boone has his press conference, maybe after today's game. So mm-hmm. uh, we shall see what's going Yankees on. With the Yankees always it's really the news. no shock, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah Steinbrenner would be uh, George. George Steinbrenner would be happy about that, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Looking down. Or up wherever he is, he's <laughs> probably very happy. Wow! But uh, just wow! I'm just, I'm, I'm being honest. That's I mean, fire. You know, look. <laughs> but uh, and last thing on the Yankees, and we were talking about their series in London. Supposedly, uh, Aaron Judge might. I- I'm thinking it's after, but uh, he might be ready for that series. So uh, you know, I think he's going to be starting to rehab fairly soon. They say Judge is not going to start a rehab games for at least two weeks. That puts you at the twenty third. Right. There is Which is no weird way. because, yeah, yeah, it's, 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 it's talking both sides because Boone said, yeah, maybe for London, and then you're right. Then they did say that he's not going to rehab for two weeks. So, but uh, Stanton there, should be. There's back no then, way they no? have him rehab four or five <laughs> games and then go to London. Right. There's just no way. Mm-hmm. And keep in mind, the right. Yankees don't play for two days before that. No, I, I think Judge will be back maybe immediately after. Uh, after right. London. I, I don't, I don't think he's going to London. Stanton, I would agree with you. I think they say he could be uh, begin rehab shortly. He should be ready to play well before London, assuming he doesn't suffer another setback. But Stanton, right, yes, right. I would say Judge, no. The Judge will have uh, July 1st. Right. Or July 2nd. So let's get back case. to. Yeah, yeah. So let's get back to football just in general, and we may have to even uh, do this even into the next segment. But with Tampa Bay, uh, Jameis Winston, what, what, what do you think about uh, – first of all, in general, I mean, how far are you into your uh, football prep? I mean, are you starting to look at, you know, ADPs? I mean, have you have you focused on – like, is there like a, a quarterback or two that you, you target? Uh, I know that you, you, you wait probably into the later rounds. Uh, anyone like uh, that you're thinking of right now? And what, what do you think about uh, Jameis Winston? The, the big decision uh, monetarily that the, the, the Bucks are going to have to make, right? Don't they have to make a big decision uh, whether or not to, 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 to give him some, some money? 
Well, you got to sign him. Either you're signing him or you're not. Yeah. So this is a make-or-break yeah. year for Winston. Yeah. That being said, in a standard uh, league, I don't have to think anything about Winston. He's not top 12. Mm-hmm. You know, so I only, I only need to think about him in a, a super flex league or two quarterback league. And right. uh, and I listen, I play, I love those are the type of leagues I try and play, and I like those leagues. So uh, sure, he's on my mind. I know in both, uh, <laughs> in both my home leagues, uh, which one is a super flex and one is a keeper league, I'll have him in both. He's a keeper in both. I got him in round eight or round nine, and I'll gladly keep him as a second quarterback in two quarterback leagues easily. And that's not even thought process. Mm-hmm. I think he'll put up good numbers. Uh, I think the numbers will be there. I don't know if the W's will be. He's going to throw some picks. Right. Uh, the Bucks still, still a work in progress here. But it comes down to what you're saying here. A quarterback is deep as all hell in fantasy. Sure, we all, all want Mahomes, you know, with, even without Tyreek Kill if he's gone. Uh, after that, you know, Deshaun Watson, Rodgers, Ryan, Luck, uh, Baker Mayfield's up there, Roethlisberger, Breeze, Wentz, Russell Wilson, you know, that, what did I just name? 10-11? I didn't even get the Tom Brady and guys like that yet. Quarterback, Philip Rivers. Quarterback is extremely deep. I'm mm-hmm. In most leagues, Joe, I won't be taking a quarterback until late, late. That's not to say if an Aaron Rodgers or uh, Pat Mahomes, if, happens, if everyone in the draft is taking the same thing and one has to be available in round five, sure, I'll hop on it. Right. But I'm not taking a quarterback any earlier than round five, and it has to be a superstar. I expect that I will take one of the guys I just mentioned in round eight-ish, round nine-ish, because that's, that's my philosophy. I'm going to load up on running backs, load up on wide receivers, and I'll still get a good quarterback. We'll, we'll all get a good quarterback. Mm-hmm. Matty, uh, just looking at the ADPs on uh, the NFC site, so you have uh, Mahomes, Luck, and Rogers top three, uh, Deshaun Watson, Baker Mayfield at five. Do you think that's, that's a little bit too ambitious? I mean, number six is Matty Ryan. <laughs> uh, do you think that Baker Mayfield should actually be drafted ahead of Matty Ryan? Uh, Russell Wilson finishes, uh, falls to seven, Drew Brees eight, Carson Wentz nine. Jerry Goff, 10, uh, Jameis Winston at 11, and uh, Ben Roethlisberger of top 12. I mean, yes, I, I don't mind any of them. I'm probably not drafting Baker Mayfield at five. I'm probably not doing mm-hmm. that. You know, uh, I think right. I'll find somebody else I trust a little bit more. I like Mayfield, and I don't mind if I end up getting him, but he probably needs to fall a little further down that, that list for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's just so I many good I'd rather have Matty Ryan, to tell you the truth. So would I. I, yeah, I, would, take more. I would definitely yeah, yeah. take Ryan over him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So uh, do we want to take a look at the schedule? Then we could, uh, I don't know if, well, actually, we're going to be heading to commercial now. The music's playing, George. So when we come back, we'll go over uh, the Tampa Bay Sean, answer that question for you. Over on the, yeah. <laughs> Love Sean. All right, you're listening to Weekend Fantasy Update, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. A little more football. Go back to baseball. Joe Glenn and George Kurtz. Sean Angle producing our show. We'll be right back. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Let's groove tonight. Let's groove now. We're back on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network Weekend Fantasy Update. Joe Galina, George Kurtz, the Fantasy Prince, Sean Angle. Following our show, George will be working with uh, Cam Stewart. I had the uh, the pleasure of uh, uh, working with Cam uh, last Sunday. A very enjoyable show uh, from my perspective. Always love working with Cam. And, it's not uh, what he says. No, all right. Well, you know. Look, I, I did my best, you know. <laughs> I guess, yeah, yeah. Uh, you guys really know how to hurt my feelings. But uh, I get all right, it. Let's so suck we, it up. Yeah. All right, okay. Uh, so Tampa Bay. Let's take a look at the Tampa Bay schedule. Over on their six and a half finishes off. Uh, we would try to finish off the NFC South. So they open up uh, at home uh, to San Francisco. 
Tough game. You know, first game of the season, open up against the 49ers, a, a team that should be improved. Uh, I'm, gonna, uh, I'm still going to give him a win. I'm going to give him a first game at home. I'm going to give him a W. Wow. A win for Bruce Arians in his debut. Then uh, they travel to Carolina. Yeah, that's not that, that good feeling is not going to last long. They lose to Carolina. Okay. One and one. Yeah, I, I, I sigh because they play my Giants next at home. Well, I think it's one of those games. If it was at uh, MetLife, I'd probably go Giants here in Tampa Bay. Going to be hot there. 95 I, degrees. I feel strong yeah. about this. That <laughs> also plays a part. It's going to be hot. Damn hot. Yeah, I know. Uh, yes. give, me, give me the Bucks. Okay. Uh, Tampa Bay Bucks beat the Giants at home and then go to uh, play the Rams on the road. Loss, right? Two and two. Yeah, back back to back games against the Rams and New yeah. Orleans. They're going to lose both those. Right. I agree. I agree. Uh, then they play at home, uh, Carolina. You had them beat uh, them. Uh, it's it's not at home, Mary. It's in uh, it's in England. So I'm I'm still going to give a W here. I probably feel right, a little bit better right. if it okay. was if it wasn't Tampa. But this is uh mm-hmm. those jolly old England games. Nine thirty starts for you people. So uh, mm-hmm. give a W. All right, so they're three and three. Uh, then they have a bye. They uh, travel to the Titans after the bye. Two straight road yeah, they, games. They have, a lot they, of, yeah. they have a lot of two straight road games. Yeah, mm-hmm. a little strange here. They play a bunch of the Rams Saints back to back. Now we got Titans Seattle back to back. Now Atlanta Jacksonville back to back. Interesting mm-hmm. scheduling there. At Tennessee, I'm going to say a loss. Okay, so we have them at three and four. And then at Seattle. Yeah, this, this is really the schedule as well. Uh, yeah, the se- the season's going off the rails here, real quick here. Another yeah, loss. So three and five, uh, and then uh, they uh, play the Cardinals at home. Yeah, they better take care of business Give them a here. Win. Give a W. Yeah, okay. Because then they go and uh, well, not go, but they play at home against New Orleans. Give them a loss there. Yep, give them a loss. Okay, so four and six uh, at Atlanta. Loss, right? Loss. At Jacksonville? Loss. I think Jacksonville, assuming they haven't imploded really? by then. I think they're, they're a better yeah. team. Five and eight. Uh, four and eight, sorry. Um, Indianapolis, another loss, even though it's a home game in my another opinion. Another loss. Yeah, Colts yeah, yeah. a good team. Wow. <laughs> so the, it looks Boy, like the Giants I, and the Bucks might be, uh, and and Miami going to be fighting for that number one pick. <laughs> but uh, so we have uh, next at Detroit. Yeah, I don't know where the wind's coming from here. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't feel, this is. I guess this is close to a fifty-fifty game. Detroit at home, they should win. Uh, no, no it's, it's on the road. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I meant Detroit should win. Detroit at home. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Okay, and then uh, home. Against the Texans, that's a loss. And, loss and home. Yeah, I guess that game against Atlanta might mean uh, might mean nothing to Atlanta. Could you know? But I'm not feeling. Yeah. It's not going to end very well for Tampa Bay. This is still a work a team that's a work in progress. Well, just give them a win just uh, for the heck of it against Atlanta. So we'll, we'll put no up five and a loss. Line. No loss. Wow, you're a tough four four wins, four and eight. I think they probably will end up five and eleven. I think they will end up five and eleven. Maybe they'll pull out a win against Jacksonville or that last game at Atlanta doesn't mm-hmm. mean anything. Maybe against Detroit right. they pull out a win here. So uh, I think that it's more likely a five eleven, six ten. But it's like I said, it's a work in progress team. You know, this is not the team yeah. that's going to turn around in one year. They're just not going to do that. So I don't think we should be surprised by this or angry. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. Right. They have some work to do. Yeah. So of uh, the, these over-unders in, the, in this NFC South, I don't know if you agree, but in my opinion, I, I feel more confident uh, with the Bucks schedule as we went through and uh, confident taking the under. The over-under well, well, six and what a was half. There, uh, yeah, six and I a half. probably do feel that. Yeah. Obviously, I've, I've got a yeah. two and a half games lower, so... Uh, Mm-hmm. I think uh, what New Orleans, I was a half game above. I think Atlanta, was was I right on the number with Atlanta? Oh, I was right on the number with Carolina. Mm-hmm. And so I don't feel confident there. I don't feel confident with New Orleans, and I forget what Atlanta was. So, uh, yeah, I guess that out of all four teams, yeah, things are always going to change with injuries and stuff like that. Uh, and plus, you know, whatever happens in training camp we see here. But I think Tampa Bay, I mean, I like their skilled players. 
You know, I think James Winston will be better, but he'll still make mistakes. You know, he'll still throw it to He'll still fumble. I just, there is there a running game here at all? I mean, Barbara Jones. Ronald Wilson, Jones. I mean, is, the, <laughs> yay. Doesn't seem to be. I like the receivers. I think Godwin's going to have a big year. You know, he sort mm-hmm. of awoke. So he woke up last year. Those tight ends are great. Howard and Brate. I think they. I think they could score points through the passing game, but I think they'll make mistakes too. I think that's the issue there. Mm-hmm. And the defense isn't good enough to cover for it. It, it, right. It's not. Not yet. Maybe it gets there. I mean, maybe Sue decides to play his heart out. I doubt it. His uh, history tells us he's mm-hmm. not. He's not going to do that. He plays when he wants to. Uh, so I think there's some. I did think there's some issues here. I'm not loving this team. Yeah, and uh, you know, I, I went to see. Uh, we we were in uh, the Tampa Bay area a, f- a few years back, and in August, and I do not recommend anyone going there <laughs> in the in the in in August because it truly is the dog days. I, I watched uh, the uh, Bucks train in the, the camp. I don't know how they do it. I mean, it it was just brutal. It was just brutal. And we talked about how that first month of the season, you know, a lot of the, the you know, the, the, their home games, 90 plus uh, degrees. So uh, tough, tough. But uh, yeah. So like I said, uh, I'm thinking that the six and a half, I, I like the under strong uh, in this uh, and uh, for the uh, Bucks this year. All right. So uh, why don't we switch back, uh, talk a little uh, baseball. Uh, why don't we Talk a little waiver wire action and uh, just uh, player moves too. Uh, Derek Dietrich is really, you know, 17 home runs on the season. Has really, you know, uh, he's always in the highlight reels, this guy, right? Whether it's he's watching a home run fly out of the park or whatnot. But do you think that uh, it's time uh, to, to sell Dietrich? I mean, Scooter Gannett now is starting to hear, you know, rumblings that, uh, he, you know, he's starting to, uh, he might be back, you know, uh, you know, before it gets too close to when Gannett uh, returns. Do you think that maybe this is the time, you know, this week, put him out there? It certainly wouldn't hurt. I mean, it, it wouldn't mm-hmm. hurt at all. I mean, uh, Dietrich's had an interesting season. He's going back to 248, so he's hurt year in average, doesn't steal any bases. Right. You know, only mm-hmm. has 20, only has twenty five runs. He said seventeen home runs. He's only scored eight other runs other than his home runs. So he's really only helping you in one category, and that's the home runs. Mm-hmm. You know, as far as that's concerned. Here, that being said, you know he he does have some value. Not a player that we expected this from. He already has more, right. more home runs this year than he's ever hit in one season in his career. Sixteen was his high mm-hmm. last year. You know, and he had what almost three times as many at bats. Uh, once he had right, one right, runs going right. on. Uh, that being said, last year he played well, we Miami. Know. This year, Cincinnati. <laughs> that's probably what's going mm-hmm. on. You know, Miami. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, it's the Grand Canyon of ballpark. Cincinnati is a very small ballpark. Um, yeah, sure. I think he's a name you put out there. See if you, hey, what comes back. I don't think you're gonna get anything truly great, but you might find somebody mm-hmm. who needs power. That's really what it comes down yeah, to. You might still, gets, find someone. You get something before runs. he loses all his value, right? And he's a guy that's been getting a lot of attention. You know, like I said, you know, you watch uh, MLB.com and their recaps of games. He's always hitting home runs. Always, so he's a, he's a, he's a name value now a little bit, you know. So eh. so uh, here's another guy, Hunter Pence. <laughs> it's amazing what this guy's doing. 281, 13 home runs, 41 runs better, and has found the fountain of youth, George, in Texas. Do, we, do you buy? Yeah, it's amazing. Or, it's amazing yeah, what yeah. hitting in Texas will do for you. Right? Right. That's really what it comes yeah. down to. It's Texas. Uh, ball flies. It's just a great hitter's ballpark. And, you know, you know, all right, he's not going to steal a ton of bases. He's no longer going to be that guy who steals 15 yeah, that's bases. Mm-hmm. But, he, but he might reach 8-9 by the end of the year. Maybe it's a little under double digits. The power seems to be legit where he will hit maybe the most home runs since he's hit since 2013 when he had 27 with San Fran. So he might. I wouldn't shock me. It's twenty four, twenty five, or even close to thirty. So he's a, he's a grab. If he's on your waiver wire, he's definitely a grab. He's playing every day. My one worry is this, Joe. Trade deadline, seven weeks. I know. I, I know. Texas technically right now is in a playoff spot. You know. I I don't think that lasts. I mm-hmm. think they know that. I think they would move him, and I think he could be moved to a team that wants a fourth outfielder. You know, veteran mm-hmm. hitter off the bench. So I'd be a little bit worried about that. You know, that, that's, my, that's my only worry with Pence. I think he stays playing every day for Texas. He's going to hit. Yeah, but right. if they move him, you could you could get screwed. And even if, you, even if you, uh, they move to a team and he does play every day, it, it won't be the same ballpark. This way, I assume it won't be, you know, as good a hit a uh, ballpark as Texas. So there are some worries here, but they're more, 
you know, uh, doomsday worries. You know, oh, my God, he got traded. He may not get traded. Maybe no one's interested in him, whatever it might be. Maybe Texas is going to stay in the race all year, and it's good for you. Mm -hmm. So um, I I want him. He's available right now. I'm claiming him. He's just too hot. And if he does get traded, I don't expect it to be the six, seven weeks. I'll take the numbers he puts up until then. Mm -hmm. Uh, Any other guys that you're interested in off the waiver wire? Uh, You know, take a look at a couple pitchers. Dakota Hudson for the Cardinals. He's really come on. 2.59 ERA last uh, seven games. Uh, Astros, Framber, Valdez. Uh, I don't know if he gets more starts there, but last night, uh, seven innings pitched, uh, one earn and run uh, against Baltimore. Uh, Any uh, pitchers that you're interested uh, in off the waiver wire? Well, Hudson is uh, certainly somebody you should be looking at uh, I'm, yeah. if he's still out there. I, I've had him on one of my uh, my home league teams for a while now. I think I think I said actually I think I drafted him, so he's somebody mm-hmm. you should certainly be looking at uh, that could help you. He'll be once in there'll be some inconsistency there, but he's certainly someone that could help your team. Uh, the mm-hmm. big name this week, uh, tonight that's going to be in, uh, you're going to see a lot of uh, and fair bids is what is going to go on with Mr. Alvarez. Uh, was called up, uh, for those who didn't know, was called up last night uh, by the Houston Astros. And this kid can hit. All right, he can oh, hit. Yeah. Uh, now, the problem is he has to hit. And even if he does, does he stay? The Astros have multiple injuries. All right, and we're mm-hmm. talking superstar injuries here. George Springer's still out. Okay, Carlos Correa out. Jose Altuve out. What happens when they're all back? Now, Alvarez... Is a first baseman, but he might qualify at outfield in your league. You're going to have to check your uh, eligibility in your league, the, uh, mm-hmm. well, where he's going to qualify for, for your team. But he can hit. We all know he can hit. question is how long does he stay? You know, that's, that's always going to be the issue. So if you're – what I'm trying to tell you is I don't think you want to go overboard in your bidding. Because if you do, you might end up biting it if they do send him down once everyone's healthy. You know, so be, I, I would be very careful here. You know, with with that was I do like the kid. I think he's uh I think I, I think he could match if given the I don't want to say the full time job, but if given everyday playing time from now until the end of the season, I think he mashes. Yeah, I just don't mm-hmm. know if that's going mm-hmm. to come here. I'm, with I'm you. looking at CBS. CBS Lake, he does have outfield eligibility. All right, so mm-hmm. I imagine that means in other leagues he does as well here. He's a player where I am cautiously optimistic about. And what I mean by that is mm-hmm. I'm gonna put in bids for him. You know, I'm not going to break the bank. You know, I'm not going to do that, but I'm going to put in bids for him and hoping that he can stay with the team. When you look at them, if he can handle outfield, I understand that's a big if. Right now, their outfield is Redick, Marisnik, and really uh, Derek Fisher's out there, you know, somewhat. I think he can play over those guys, even when Springer comes back. Springer comes back, he's going to play over Marisnik. So he really just needs to out-hit Fisher. Now, Reddick probably stays, mm-hmm. so he needs to out-hit Fisher. Can he do that? I think he can. I think there's upside here. So I'm going to put in a cautiously optimistic bid on him, especially if I need any kind of outfield help. And I always like to say it. I mean, you're in a 12-team league. We start five outfield. That's 60 gone. Another you know, handful of gone in the D8 spot. Another handful of gone on people's reserves. There's 75 outfielders drafted on, that are on people's right. rosters, plus all the injuries that have happened. I mean, you, you're not going to get an outfielder this type that comes up all that often. That's, that's who, who can right, do damage. Right. So I want Alvarez. That's the bottom line. I want Alvarez, but it is in the back of my mind. Springer comes back. Maybe Alvarez doesn't hit right away. Springer comes back. He's the one they send down. Yeah, it it mm. is there. But that being said, I think I think he has a decent shot to st- of uh, of staying, of hitting of or remaining with the team even once Springer comes back. I don't think Altuve and Correa are all that big uh, a threat. They don't you know they don't play with the same position, you know. So I'm not worried mm-hmm. about them. Kemp is someone who uh, you know once again also an outfielder, but Kemp will do some starting time once uh, Altuve comes back and once uh, Correa comes back. That really affects more like a Jack Mayfield type and stuff like that. So I like right. his chances of sticking around, assuming he doesn't completely bomb out. But uh, he's somebody I'll be bidding uh, somewhat heavily on tonight. Aggressively, right? Mm-hmm. And aggressive aggressively. Aggressively, I think and, uh, it's a the, better term. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and, you know, there was that week where, you know, Austin Riley got called up, Keston Hira, and all that. So maybe uh, some of your league mates might have exhausted uh, a, a large chunk of their uh, fab budget, so maybe that could work to your advantage. But, you know, and I bring up Hira, he's back in the minor league, so... 
you, you know, I'm kind of like uh, piggybacking on what you said because you you brought up some great points. Bid on him aggressively, but just in the back of your mind, you know, keep in mind that will he stay up? I mean, I was very surprised. I don't know about you about uh, Heston Kiura uh, uh, from the Brewers being sent down. Oh, of course, you know, he didn't deserve to be sent show, down. Showcase Shaw, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he didn't deserve to be sent down, but uh, you know, sure, and Shores come back and hit a little bit. And Shores, you know, mm-hmm. he's an interesting case as well because he was released in a lot of leagues. You know, people got tired mm-hmm. of him when he was mm-hmm. sent down. Now he's available yes. again. He's going to play, mm-hmm. and he's hitting a little bit right. this week. And you know, he—it's uh, in a band box. And Robinson Cano was just put on the IL by the Mets, so maybe you have a second base opening. Yeah, I yeah. do in a league. You know, mm-hmm. I was, uh, and I, I'll have a choice. You know, Cano was put on the IL. Do I take him or do I take Scope back? Those are really my two choices, a Shore or a Scope. And uh, Scope really wasn't doing much for me. I think I might give Shore a shot here, see if I can catch lightning in a bottle. Hmm. All right, when we come back, final segment, some more uh, baseball talk. Take a look at some hot players. Maybe take a look at some pitching matchups today. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Santana action, bringing us back. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Weekend Fantasy Update. Joe Galena, George Kurtz, Sean Angle producing our show. Last segment, then you got Cam Stewart joining uh, George Kurtz. They'll be talking lots of gambling action, a little uh, uh, hockey action, too. Uh, We have uh, uh, the Stanley Cup Finals uh, uh, game tonight there, George. Uh, but uh, let's finish off with a little baseball. Uh, let's take a look at some some uh, hot players. Uh, Mike Moustakis, last eight games, 382 batting average. Is this right? No, it can't be. I must have. Uh, I have him down eight home runs. That can't be. He can't have eight home runs in eight games. I'll have to double check that. But two for four with home run versus the Pirates yesterday. Overall in the season, 275, 19 home runs, and 41 RBI. Your thoughts on Mr. Moustakis? Man can hit. Man enjoys hitting in Milwaukee. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's yeah. really where it is. He enjoys hitting in Milwaukee, which is no surprise. Yeah, that's the ball mm-hmm. flies out of there. Christian, Christian Yelich kind of enjoys it, too. So uh, no, I think so. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, mean, I think he enjoys it. Yeah, that's not, not too bad. Uh, so uh, bottom line is this. Moustakas is a mainstay in your lineup. You're not taking him out. I, I think this is legit. You know, I don't know if he's going to 50 home runs, but uh, I think, well, once again, mid-30s, high-30s, that's not surprising to me at all. Sure. Uh, 275 average. Yep. Actually, that might be the biggest surprise, that the average is helping you a little bit. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Because you think of him as a 250 hitter, 245, something like that, right? But uh, nice. Uh, Corey Seager, Dodgers shortstop. Uh, 270 batting average, eight home runs, 38 runs batted in on the season. Had a four for five uh, day with four RBI versus the Giants yesterday. Last six games, 462 batting average, home run, nine runs batted in. Yeah, there was some uh, trepidation uh, in preseason. Some people were staying away from him, coming back from injury. What do you think about Corey Seager the rest of the way? Well, you know, we saw it interesting last night. Uh, who uh, San Fran? They kept walking Bellinger. You know, hey, hey, mm-hmm. Take first base, buddy. You're not beating us. And Seager was the man behind him. I think they, uh, I think they IB beat him four, three times last night. Seager, four mm-hmm. hits, a couple doubles. You know, uh, made him pay. And uh, listen, mm-hmm. I don't blame teams for doing that, by the way. Well, I'm not going to let the hot man beat me. I'm going to let the guy behind me beat me. And that'd be good for Seager because right. he's the man behind. And he's also going to see a lot of fastballs. That if Bellinger's on first base, he'll see fastballs. And he can, uh, he, he'll give a better chance to put barrel on ball. 
So uh, I did mm-hmm. not shy away from Seager in leagues. So I think I only got him in one or two leagues. Uh, but I didn't shy away mm-hmm. mainly because he, he was available late because other people were. So I could wait on him. And I'm willing to take my chances. Right. He's a player who I think is going to get better as the season goes along. Missed most of mm-hmm. last year. So it's going to take him a little bit. I think he gets better as he gets back into it. So mm-hmm. I have no issues with Corey Seager. There you go. All right. Uh, Shohei Otani, last five games, batting 400, three home runs, eight ribbies, three for five with a home run last night. Uh, they made a big deal about that, I guess, because they have some history. Uh, you say Kikuchi, the uh, Mariners uh, starting pitcher. So, uh, you know, so that there was a lot of attention with that. But Shohei Otani, you know, had that. Uh, Tommy John surgery not affecting his uh, hitting ability, like as mentioned, uh, three home runs in his last five games. Yeah, apparently some were disappointed last weekend that uh, Otani didn't play against Kikuchi. Uh, he played last mm-hmm. night and hit a, hit a home run to left center off from last night. Matter of fact, uh, the Angels hit three home runs in a row on four pitches. Kikuchi just does yeah. not. Yeah, he's nothing special. He's just nothing special. Right. You can't be starting him right now yeah. in fantasy leagues. Uh, he gave up long home mm-hmm. runs to Lacella and Trout, and then uh, Otani uh, put one over the wall as well here. Like I said, back-to-back-to-back home runs. Uh, <laughs> Otani, you said it. And I do wonder, you know, how him playing through rehabbing Tommy John for pitching affects him, affects, affects the pitching next year. But he's hitting the ball. Mm-hmm. So he's in your yeah. line. He's got he's got power to all fields. And it's impressive that he, he keeps hitting balls out. Every time I see him, it feels like he keeps hitting him out to, to left center. And that's impressive for, for, for a hitter to do mm-hmm. that, to use the opposite field power here. But he's legit, you know, so he's going to hit his, his share of home runs too. He's in your lineup. Yeah, yeah. Julio Tehran, uh, brave starting pitcher. You know, in the past he had some issues with splits. Uh, you know, wasn't a very good pitcher at home. Now, uh, last year, uh, that wasn't an issue anymore. And last seven starts, zero point seven zero ERA. George, one thirty five batting average against six shutout innings versus the Marlins. I know it's the Marlins, but yeah, you pitch against uh, who, who the, the schedule tells you that you're pitching against. Yeah, you do, but you already said you take it with the greatest salt. It is the Marlins, far from the greatest hitting team on the planet. Uh, it's good to see Tehran pitch well in the game. Yeah. I mean, uh, like I said the Braves have some issues. Gaussman's been terrible. Fulton Davis not quite the player we thought uh, he'd be. You know, it's really been Max Fried and uh, Soroka carrying that team. Uh, that's why it, may, it did make sense for them uh, to get uh, to get Keuchel. Because I think they need, they need rotation. Mm-hmm. I think they need uh, bullpen help as well. But it makes sense. Yeah, they're in a wild card spot, so I like what they did there. Uh, one thing I, I, I you know you think about who's coming out of the rotation when Keiko's ready? Is it Tehran? Yeah, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't. It, it won't be Soroka. I don't think Seven it'll be Soroka or, or Freed. Mm-hmm. It won't be. But it won't be Soroka or Freed, right? I don't think it'll be faulty. So that pretty much leaves Gossman or Tehran. I think it's Gossman offhand. I, I think that's what Me I expect too. it to Me be. Too. Yes. He, he's pitched pretty mm-hmm. poorly, but I do wonder <clears throat> what, what, what it'll be. Uh, Jay Bruce, so what did you think about them? Not what did you think, but I mean, Mariners last week kind of, I don't know if they announced it or it was basically a, you know, a, a reporter who announced that they're going to be cleaning house. And uh, Jay Bruce over to the Phillies. Uh, even before he got traded, he had his bat had started to heat up. Last twelve games, including his time with the Phillies and and the Mariners, six home runs, thirteen runs batted in, four fifteen batting average. Since he's uh, with the Phillies, eight for eighteen, four home runs, four forty four as a Philly. Yeah, we talked about Alvarez being a hot waiver wire guy. You know, Bruce might be on some. Uh, some waiver wires too, so he might be some activity. Uh, you know, picking him up this this week. Yeah, I mean, the, uh, hey, listen, we all knew the Mariners were going to have a fire sale eventually. It was just a matter of when. All right, they got up to a hot start, but uh, I think it was coming at the Thursday's game. They were thirteen in their thir- and thirteen and thirty-seven in the last fifty games. Right, that's a winning mm-hmm. percentage of two sixty. That's horrendous. I mean, that, that's borderline <laughs> pathetic. So we we knew this was coming here. Uh, Mm-hmm. The thing that's interesting about Jay Bruce is that uh, the Phillies made this move before the Andrew McCutcheon injury. You know, McCutcheon's out for mm-hmm. the year now. And uh, so yeah. the Phillies actually need another outfielder. You know, they, they wanted Bruce mainly for a left-handed bat off the bench. Because remember, it uh, looks like Audible Herrera won't be back with the team either. You know, Herrera's got the, right. uh, the domestic violence uh, issue. And yeah. the Phillies took yep. uh, down all of his uh, 
all his memorabilia throughout the stadium. They took it down. Wow. That would seem to me mm-hmm. where Herrera is not coming back. You know, they don't want him mm-hmm. back. They must know things that, you know, we don't know. And they don't want him back with the organization here. So that's two outfielders they lost. They've got, they you know, they brought Bruce. So they need somebody else here. Then they did call up a prospect, but uh, not someone like Jordan Alvarez. Uh, I think they'll be looking for somebody else in the next six, seven weeks. Looking for another outfielder. Mm-hmm. Hunter Pence, anybody. So uh, I think, once again, we'll be hearing about the the Phillies wanting to return. another deal. He's a for, is he a former Philly, I think? He's, yeah, right? He was a giant. Yes. And I think he was with the Phillies at the yeah, uh, that's why I bring his name. I just, just wonder if uh, there's yeah, yeah. a match there. It may, it may or may not yeah. be. The point is, I think they'll be making another deal here. But this is good for Bruce. Because originally when he was traded, and I, of course, they made this deal after I wrote the column. I said how Bruce is probably a faller. You don't want him because he's not going to play every day. Then, of course, he gets traded. And now you do. <laughs> because in the, right, it's right. just like how it's always, it always works out. As soon as you write the column, something else happens. That's, that's just life in general. Uh, yes. But uh, Bruce, in that ballpark, is going to hit. And he's going to hit for power. He can, mm-hmm. listen, he can hit the ball out of any ballpark. It was always average you're really worried about. But the power was certainly going to right. play up in Philadelphia. So uh, good for Bruce. Good for Bruce owners here. But I do expect them to make another deal eventually. I don't know if it'll be this week, next week, next month, whatever it might be. But I expect them to make another deal to acquire another another outfield. I think they, they have to have one. I said, you lost McCutcheon. It looks like you've lost Herrera. You've acquired Bruce. Seems to me you're still down one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you never know how trades are going to work out, and I agree with you. The the issue was early on whether he was going to get enough at-bats in, in Philadelphia, but if you take a look at, like, last season, uh, Brian Dozier, when he got traded to the Dodgers, he didn't fare too well. Jonathan Scope, you know, just kind of tanked. I think he got traded, it was at the Brewers, and he just kind of, after he got traded, did nothing. Uh, but then again, you have these instances where, you know, getting out of what, might be a toxic uh, situation in Seattle with all the losing, uh, you know, kind of, and he gets traded from a, you know, a, a, the team that's just constantly losing to a first place team. So, uh, and a great ballpark to hit in. And like you mentioned earlier, the, the home runs weren't the issue for the past couple of years. It's been his batting average, you know, previous years, he was like a, maybe a 240 hitter, but uh, in more recent years, it was more like a 210, 215 batting average. So, uh, but nice to see him bouncing back and uh, definitely a, you know, a power bat. Um, are you worried at all about uh, J.D. Martinez? Uh, left Thursday's game due to back spasms, has been dealing with some minor back issues. I call them minor, but they're consistent. And uh, basically, as I said, uh, left Thursday's game uh, with back spasms, hasn't been seen since. Uh, 12 home runs, 296 batting average. But are you uh, concerned enough to maybe think about uh, putting him on the block? And uh, the thing is, though, I I guess you'd have to wait until he gets back into the lineup, right? I mean, if you put him on the block now, it looks like you're trading damaged goods. He's had several injuries now this year that keep, you know, generally not IL worthy, but that keep keep uh, keeping him out for days, for games. That those Nagging. those are worse, yeah, because you're just taking right. a zero all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's out today, by the way, so the back is still bothering him. He's not in the lineup today, so once again, uh, mm-hmm. no JD Martinez. It's it's frustrating when you have this kind of injuries. It's frustrating because you, like I said, you know, injuries are one thing, Joe, but if a player goes on the IL, fine. I can replace him. You know, but when he's day-to-day, right. you know, it's, oh, God, i got to eat it again. And if you're, had, if you're in a weekly lineup, you haven't had J.D. Martinez since, what, Wednesday? You know, you, mm-hmm. you take a zero all week. That's a killer. It's an absolute killer. So those are the, those are ones that make me, you know, throw my pen across there and break pencils. You know, when this guy keeps mm-hmm. every day, oh, he's out. You got to keep checking. Is he in? Is he in? No. Oh. You know, that sort of thing. <laughs> so uh, it would it would tick me off. It would absolutely tick me off that he's, once again, keeps going out of the lineup. That being said, um, I never have any problems. I never had any problems at all putting a player out there. We'll see what comes back. But I'm not, I'm not looking to deal him. But if a deal comes across that I like, I would seriously consider it because I'm, I'm getting a little tired at this point. This is the third or fourth time this, mm-hmm. this year now where he's been out for a couple of days. <laughs> So right. uh, it's 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 bothering me. It's annoying me. So I would definitely put it mm-hmm. out there, see what comes back. I'm not selling them light. I'm not selling them low. I'm not uh, doing any of that. But I want to see what comes back at this point. Right. I agree with you. Yeah, just put it out there, see what happens. Uh, any uh, pitching matchups that stick out at your uh, today? 
Do you have uh, the intestinal fortitude to uh, start Sonny Gray, let's say, in the DFS lineup versus the Phillies? Reds 3-1 and one in Gray's last four starts. Uh, pitched to 2.45 ERA during that time. Uh, overall, the uh, 3.47 ERA last seven starts. 37 strikeouts and 36.1 innings pitch. What happened to this guy? We, we, he leaves the Yankees. <laughs> all of a sudden, he's a serviceable pitcher again. Yeah, looks like he's just one of those players who couldn't just couldn't pitch in New York in, in, for New York. You know, he mm-hmm. uh, he pitched well on the road, just couldn't pitch in New York for whatever reasons. Just couldn't do it. Uh, do I have enough? No, I'm not going to start. I mean, it's against Philadelphia in Philly. I know he's pitched well, mm-hmm. and uh, pitching in the Great American Ballpark is nothing. Uh, uh, it's nothing uh, worse than that. So he he obviously can pitch in smaller ballparks, but I'll pass. I think I'm looking for some DFS today. Max Fried, you know, against Miami. That's always a lock. Mm-hmm. You always want to look at these guys Pablo. going there. So I would take a look at that. Yeah, yeah. I was going to mention Pablo Lopez uh, pitching against the Braves at home. Uh, at home, he's 2-1 and one with a 1.84 ERA. I mean, you know, you, you know, Braves is a bit of a tough matchup, but he's a, definitely a different pitcher when he pitches at home. He is, uh, and I agree. But I think once again, I'm I'm banking on uh, Friedel pitching him here. Mm-hmm. Bueller for the Dodgers against the Giants. Once again, we're picking on teams that can't hit. Giants can't hit. Yeah, uh, yeah Strasburg. Yeah, right. uh, pa- Paddock is not starting today for San Diego. By the way, that was a change. Uh, Padermo is mm-hmm. in instead. So uh, Strasburg, who would be a play anyway, uh, he might be an option for me uh, to go here. I'm not going to touch the uh, the Red Sox and Tampa Bay race. Snell and Eduardo Rodriguez here. Snell's been a little off lately. How about Odorizzi? You know, he'll be a heavy guy today. Oh, That's only yeah, against, against the, the Tigers. Tigers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Might be, just might be your American League Cy Young uh, award leader right now. If I might be. I mean, right. uh, who else? Verlander maybe, but he, he'll be somebody I look at there. And that's probably it. Uh, I think uh, Rob Rob, Rob Rafe of the Diamondbacks against the Blue Jays, someone else I might consider. Second start a little cheaper there there as well. But those are my guys. Frankie Montez, scared against the Rangers in Texas. It's it's in Texas. Yeah, if it was in Oakland, completely yeah. different story here. In Texas, mm-hmm. uh, you know, day game, ball flies out, and I think I'm going to pass. Hmm. There's no crying. What about uh, maybe an, an... There's no crying in baseball. <laughs> Why don't you leave her alone, Jimmy? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear any crying. Did you hear any crying, uh, George? I didn't hear any crying either. I heard no crying, no mm. weeping, no whining. Hmm. Well, uh, maybe an A stack? Maybe. Against uh, Drew Smiley? <laughs> Drew Smiley uh, <sighs> is looking at 14 runs in eight and a third innings against the Mariners and Orioles. Man, I don't know. He's terrible. You know, uh, mm-hmm. listen, I like Montas. I, I have Montas in my uh, my big league, uh, 18 teams, mm-hmm. uh, 40-man rosters. He's been great for me all year long. So I, I like mm-hmm. Montas a lot. I just I just think I can do better today. You know, I think uh, mm-hmm. if I was on a gambling, you know, not DFS, but pure gambling, I like Oakland. I'm right. Not, but it's minus 190. Right. Even that, that, that mm-hmm. means that's poly parlay, man. You got to parlay that with something else here. I like that a little bit more than DFS. Uh, and I'm going to play several lineups today. You know, we're doing the show too. I got to go to my daughter's soccer thing, so I won't be a lot of lines. So I'm going to miss most of baseball today. I'm sad. Mm. I'm sad, Joe. It happens. But, you got uh, family obligations. My, my daughter's got her. <laughs> she's got her soccer parade thing. Granted, it started at nine o'clock oh, or nine thirty. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Anyway. Mm. Oh crap! It's boring. You know it's boring. <laughs> well, we'll be listening to you and Cam. Uh, great uh, having you back on the network. Great job by uh, Sean Angle, the Fantasy Prince. Listen for him to give you his NASCAR updates in the next show. And we'll check you out next weekend. Fantasy Sports Radio Network Weekend Fantasy Update. Thanks for listening.